Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. On behalf of General Tire, where anywhere is possible, drivers, start your engines! At the floor of Bama Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Changed after those white sugar strands To the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air He had his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said, this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, Drivers not approved. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. 
feet to shining sea. Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on This Week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comments. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. It's Monday night, and it's time to get rowdy and buckled in with me tonight is my Chi-Town duo, Chi-Town Mark and Jack Mangelf. Welcome back, guys. Hey, rowdy. It's Monday, and it's time to get rowdy. Got my coffee and my water. I'm ready to go. Uh, We got a lot to talk about, bud. We had a busy weekend. Man, I'm telling you, Mark, uh, I I know you're going to say it more than I just as much as I am, John Basie. And the Gateway Group, great show. Couldn't ask for better hospitality. Great crowd for uh, the truck race. Man, they brought it out. Yeah, they did. It was good to see, Rowdy. And, yeah, you're right. John Bishi and his staff, uh, above and beyond, uh, they took good care of us. Boy, when we needed pizza, we had pizza. Thanks, John. And we always appreciated it. Well, we had a... uh, Pretty tough day on Friday, didn't we, Mark? With scattered thunderstorms, it kind of dampened and slowed things down for the ARCA series. It did, Rowdy, and it made a you know uh, some quick rescheduling of the schedule, and uh, the, the the trucks and the ARCA cars ran practices on uh, Friday, late Friday afternoon, early evening, uh, and the ARCA practice was also considered the qualifying time, so. Uh, it, it worked out. It could have been a lot worse. They got the show in, and they got it in at the fall. And uh, unfortunately, the the weather conditions maybe kept a few people from being in the grandstands. But uh, it was a nice evening. It was a good race. And, uh, yeah, congratulations to Sheldon Creed. Uh, you know, to me, Mark, uh, what a great weekend. You got the uh, ARCA series on Friday night and then the trucks on Saturday night. If the weather had been better on Friday, I'm sure the crowd had been better. I mean, it'd been a tough call because you know the clouds look ominous around the track at race time. Yes, they so. did, Rowdy. Yes, but they it did. didn't rain, and it and they put on a great show. They did. It was a very good race. Uh, maybe Sheldon ran away with it a little bit towards the end, but that happens. Uh, but there were some great, great battles going on throughout the entire evening at, at, at Gateway. And uh, the, the Gateway facility itself is just conducive to really good racing. And we, we got to see that this weekend. I watched it again today twice, Mark. And I tell you, that what you need, anybody go, and go to YouTube and watch really the real, really 
great racing was it for fourth through sixth place. And that Chandler battling, trying to battle his way back. Yeah, very much so, Rowdy. Or, uh, Christian Atkins. Yeah, I, I meant to say uh, Christian. Yeah, Christian Atkins. That was he. He he drove his pants off to try to get up to the front. He never give there, up. There, no, no, he didn't, Rowdy. There were a few drivers in that position uh, uh, that just drove their tails off, got decent finishes. Uh, the only one who seemed to have a he was hooked up. Sheldon was hooked up. Mr. Creed had it. And uh, uh, nobody was going to spoil his night, though, on Friday night, was there? No, no. I, well, he he drove a hard race. And it was, we, we'd known it once he gets a taste of victory lane, it was going to be good, and he's going to do good at it. Well, Rowdy, the past few races, uh, we have a win, a third place, and a win. It solidified his points position a little bit there. Uh, Zade had a little off night the other night, and that made stretched out the points lead a little bit for Mr. Creed. But I, I it's going to be a close one. Uh, there's too many good races, too many races, and too many iffy races left for these guys to uh, to declare somebody being you know the points content winner right now. Right now they're just contenders. Well, you're you're right, Mark. Hey, uh, way we're gonna roll with it tonight, Mark, is Shelton Creed's calling in just a few minutes, and then after Shelton, we got Michael Self, who will be at the cargo racing this weekend in the Venturini number 15 Sinclair Motor. Uh, then we're gonna end the night up with uh, Charlie Crawl from uh, Arca Communications Director, and I think we got a pretty good lineup tonight. We always have a good lineup, lineup rowdy, and that's you know, the the show has just gotten a little better each week, and we get a little better each week, and we get a little better guests each week, and uh, tonight's exceptional though. I think we have a really good lineup. You're right. We sure do. Hey, the way I finished the weekend up, Mark, I think I told you, but I finished the weekend up walking back to the car after finishing up in the media center, which was about 11:30. And the traffic was still kind of congested getting out. And uh, there was like three spaces in between the car and uh, set a uh, SUV, two guys in the back with a tailgate. And uh, say, hey, guys, y'all enjoy the race? Yeah, but it turned out to be uh, Noah Grayson's uh, dad, Scott, and his uncle, Tom. (laughs) Todd. And it was, uh, we we sat around for about 30 minutes, and they got to enjoy seeing that light. <laughs> so, a big shout-out to Scott and Tom tonight. You got lucky, Rowdy. Uh, uh, yeah, my drive was a little bit farther, and, and uh, I, I was actually on the road by the time you got out of the, you know, got out to the parking lot and was visiting, so. But, boy, I'm telling you what, those are times I really miss, I, and I wish I'd been there. Well, you know, there's such a closeness with this group of drivers. Before we come on, I'm on Instagram with Noah and Riley Herps and some more, and they were doing a uh, – Noah was doing a, a live off Instagram, and it, it was Riley. He was talking to him. Riley looked like he was in a traffic jam driving down the road. And uh, – <laughs> 
No, I was telling somebody, don't cuss, don't cuss. We're live. We're live on Instagram. <laughs> so, you know, the camaraderie, plus, you know, they go, hey, we're going to go riding tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we're going to go riding. So they're out racing and having fun. Well, Roddy, we noticed that Friday night uh, the little pockets of drivers uh, gathered together, uh, the camaraderie, the, they're chatting, and they're probably not even talking about racing. And, you know, we look at some of these guys, sometimes, they're still just kids. Some aren't even, in, you know, barely in high school, and some don't even have driver's license yet. So, you know, watching them sometimes just being kids before a race, uh, it just amazes me to see they can climb in behind those cars and be uh, as serious, as competitive as they are. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the last... There's so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for one million Darlington dollars. has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able to... I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant, right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. From the bottom, they are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale Earnhardt Jr., driver of the number 88 nationwide Chevy SF. We are celebrating Darlington's throwback race weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. behind is Rowdy? Hey, uh, Mark. Yeah, I've had a little trouble here, my friend. I, I don't know why. I'm I, I, had over a, on my... I had a feeling, yeah. no problem. I just covered for us. That's all. Let's just okay. give them points to... positions. All right. Uh, I don't know. It, it, this, my board went silent. The only thing I could think of is just to call in. So, all right. Well, you're back. Hey. We're live. It'll work. <laughs> hey, that's all the beauty of live radio. Come on. Well, yeah, it's live radio. And it's not the first time we've gone through this, Rowdy, and it probably won't be the last. <laughs> I, okay, we're waiting on Shelton to call in. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, he's, um, he's working. You know, that's the thing about Shelton. <laughs> he's, he's a working guy, too. Yes, he is. It's late afternoon where he's at out on the West Coast, and uh, uh, he's probably got to take a little break time to do the interview. So uh, we always appreciate him being on and taking the time to do it. Yeah, well, you know, listen, he's been the gateway. Uh, <laughs> he's 20 years old. Uh, there's a lot of life to do, you know. Rowdy, I wish we had half the quarter of the energy these young guys got. I'm telling you. 
Yeah, you're right, Mark. Uh, uh, we had it at one time, my friend. <laughs> yeah, our 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 prime is our prime time was uh, a few years ago, Rowdy. That's for sure. But uh, we lack in uh, energy. We make up in experience. Okay. I... Mark, I, I tell you, you know, we were lucky to get to go. It was, uh, it's, it's an incredible experience. And, you know, it's hard to express what, what it's like to be able to experience what we get to experience. But uh, I went and watch it, it on, on YouTube today. Uh, you can go YouTube it on my Facebook page or my .com page. The RoddyMagrant.com page is um it actually, I've got the race on there. The whole race is on the YouTube version there. So, got to see me and you as we strolled down. Yep, we were right there in the very beginning of the the shots, Rowdy, walking down pit road, taking pictures and chatting with the fans, with the folks along pit road. Uh, yeah, we 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 just we just don't have that going to the race is a fan attitude anymore. It's it's changed the past three years, and uh, uh, we have a responsibility now when we go to the racetrack, and we, we take that seriously, I think. Well, we, we're treated like a really great, great weekend. I mean, we were really treated good, Mark. Gateway uh, Motorsports you know, is fast. Just don't Fast becoming our favorite racetrack to go to, Rowdy. <laughs> uh, you know, just don't let a few little rain showers beat you down. That's that because it turned out to be a great evening. Temperature was perfect for racing too. It was, and, I mean, and it, you know, we 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 had a, a a race that wasn't as close as some other races for a finish, but. The the great thing about an ARCA race is there's so much great racing going on throughout the field that you're always thoroughly entertained and there's always something going on, Rowdy. Yep. Mark, did you get to, while I was in my melee of trying to get back on the show? Was you did you give talk about a little bit of what Skip had uh, with GSI what was going on with them? A slinger. No, I didn't, Rowdy. I was going over the uh, the uh, talking about the the young drivers that we have uh, dominating the, uh, the ARCA series right now. And I was just giving a little bit of the point, uh, but skip uh, our with GSI towing tow truck insurance. Uh, he also sponsors a super late model slinger super speedway in Wisconsin. And uh, they're second in points right now. And uh, I may be out there this week and I'm not sure I've got uh, the ARCA race Thursday and Joliet. Uh, the Arca Midwest Tour race in Rockford, Illinois on Saturday evening, so uh, if I squeeze in Sunday, that's going to be a tough one, but I'm going to try to get up there and see Skip and visit, and uh, we're we're trying to put together a little bit of a show in a couple of weeks for the uh, Slinger Nationals, Rowdy, and uh, maybe we can work on that when I see Skip this weekend, but I'm going to give him a shout, and uh, yeah, if you... uh, if you need tow truck insurance, GSI, call them or text them. They'll take care of you. 
And if you see us at the racetrack, ask us. We'll be able to give you a card and let you know what's going on. So uh, go, Skip. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and I hope you're appreciating us. Well, you know, you look around and you think about it. I, I just thought it was a great fit. I appreciate Skip jumping out here. I think we're going to work. It's going to be great for both of us, and that's what counts. Yeah, it's it's it seems to be a nice fit, Rowdy. Uh, uh, he's looking for uh, uh, he's a niche market, and we're a niche radio show, and uh, it's kind of a nice fit, I think. And uh, the more exposure we can give them, the better. And uh, we go we go above and beyond. We don't just take care of them online or on the show. We we we're at the racetrack. We're going to talk them up to and uh, pass out their cards and let them know what's going on. Well, Chicago's next, uh, Mark. That's uh, my hometown race come, of the year, Robbie. It sure is. That, that's got to be a enjoyable thought to know that you only have a smile, <laughs> smile drive. Less than an hour for me, Rowdy. Yeah, it is. Uh, and. Chicago's a nice facility. Uh, it, it came out when they were uh, launching all those other speedways, and there are some similar ones out there, Vegas, Kansas, Kentucky. Uh, I've been to Kansas, but I've been to Kentucky and Vegas, and, and they're similar to Chicago. They all each have little nuances. But the racing, for the most part, is pretty good and uh, always has been. I was at the first ARCA race ever at Chicagoland Speedway, and I'm looking forward to being at my next one come Thursday night. Yeah, that's a Thursday night race, isn't it? Yeah, we got a full weekend at Chicagoland this weekend. We have the trucks on Friday night, the Xfinity Series on Sunday or Saturday afternoon, and the Cup Series, of course, on Sunday. So uh, it's it's the the big race weekend of the year in Chicagoland, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Well, uh, what's the weather? Have you seen the weather forecast, Mark? I hate to bring up weather. Hot and steamy, Rowdy. Ooh, uh, but I don't think Chicago we've a chance to win. It's going to be it's going to be a warm one this weekend. Well, it's going to remind people of Talladega in the old days, in the middle of July, uh, <laughs> before they moved that race to uh, October. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a warm and sunny one, Rowdy. Well. You know, hot is hot. You get moisture on that asphalt or the, just the asphalt itself, and you put a little doubt of shattered, scattered shower on top of that, and that humidity just starts rocking it up. All right, hey, I think I got a, a guess here. Uh, Mark? Uh, it's, yeah, Rowdy. All right, let's see. I'm trying to get to uh, where I can get over to bring you in here. Okay. And uh, not much time to get ready. You take turning around and uh, getting ready to go to Chicago. 
That's not my You know what? I, I'm surprised. Well, maybe they have such frequent fire mileage that they're able to, but he probably has to get back to work and, and is unable to just stick around the, uh, the area because, you know, geographically-wise, uh, the proximity between Chicago and St. Louis isn't that much. So, uh, Well, let's bring him on we, then, Mark. All right, Rowdy, you bring him on. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Two-time ARCA winner this year, driving for MDM in that number famous 28. Shelton Cree, welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Shelton. Oh, thanks for having me. And uh, set on the pole. That had to have been pretty good to uh, be the good general tire uh, pole setter. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's always cool to get the pole. I mean, um, I mean, you have a fast race car and, uh, and you wheel a good lap, you know? Well, at testing, you're, 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 I was pretty fast in testing, uh, Shelton. Yeah. Looked pretty good. Yeah, we were uh, we were pretty good um, on test day Thursday. I think we kind of chased the 15 all day. They were they were pretty uh, they were pretty good all day, and then uh, they were also really fast on race day. But um, just the guys made good adjustments uh, in the morning before we went out for practice, and I think the track came to us a little bit. Um, so it just made us have like a really fast package all day. Shelton, did they have that uh, goo on the track? For testing, was it on, or did they decide after testing to to, to apply that? Yeah, they did. Uh, I don't know if it was the PJ one or the VHT. Uh, I think it was VHT because it takes the PJ one's good right away, but the VHT it takes time to work in, like just to get heat to it. So uh, I'd say it took. We didn't have a long test day Thursday, but uh, towards the end of the day, it started to get worked in. Cars started getting up the racetrack, and then um, on race day. Uh, it really came in, especially after the trucks practice. Uh, it really came in, and, and uh, it's pretty cool. I guess if they didn't have it, um, the high groove wouldn't have been that good. But when it does come in, it makes it faster than the bottom. So it gives you two grooves of racing, but wherever the sticky stuff is, is, is usually the preferred line. Do you do you like racing on it, Shelton? What's that? Do you like racing on with it? With it, with it um, on the track. Yeah, I like it at certain places. Like I like Charlotte because it gave you the racing. Um, it kind of depends where they do it at. They do it at Bristol, and then it, it just makes the bottom uh, quite a bit better. Um, I I like it in a way, uh, and then I guess it's a disadvantage in another way because then it that becomes a preferred line. It it almost makes it single file uh, till it wears off. So. Um, I think certain tracks are better for it than others, but uh, it is pretty cool. Well, you said Michigan was your favorite track. Now you how you feel about uh, Gateway Motorsports Park? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Gateway. I, I'd never been there before, and um, it was pretty fun. We were shifting in, in turns one and two, which changes it up a little bit, and makes it makes it fun. Um, yeah, I, I really liked Gateway. It was, it was uh, I'm usually not a big fan of, I guess flat tracks and, and shorter tracks, but uh, I'd say that's one of my, my more favorites nowadays. 
Well, uh, you know, everybody was talking about the, the repaved. Well, did it ride smooth? I mean, it had to have been a pretty smooth track. Yeah, extremely smooth. Uh, that probably helps quite a bit, too, with, with the grip. They had a, had a ton of grip uh, this weekend. Well, uh, you know, what about uh, Shelton, the trucks run with Goodyear's and then the general tires come out? Did, could you tell the difference in between the racing between the rubber on the track? Uh, yeah, you can, like, the first probably five laps. Uh, it's a little greasy and um, kind of depends on how many cars are on the track, too. But, uh, like, at the beginning of the race, it's, it might be greasy for five, six laps. Uh, then the general tire kind of... Uh, rubs into the rubber, so uh, it's not it's not a huge difference. Mark, you're live with Shelton Creed. There, the winner of the Papa Nicholas 150. Thank you, Rowdy. Hi, Sheldon. Welcome back, uh, Rowdy. And I knew we were going to have you back on the show again with another win. Uh, congratulations, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Last time we were talking, I was in another race, and today I'm in studio, so it's going to be a little easier to talk with you, and I have my notes in front of you. But the last three races, you know, a first, third, and a first, uh, really seem to have uh, solidified your points uh, position. How are you feeling about that? Uh, it's always nice to have a, a good points lead. Um, I don't think it's over yet, though. I think uh, the 41 and, and us are going to battle all year. Um, hopefully we don't have a bad weekend, but uh, it's racing, so you never know. But uh, we feel good about where we're at right now. I think we just need to keep doing what we've been doing and um, be consistent. Maybe I think there's tracks that we're going to that uh, that Zane and the 41 team are, are really good at, so like short tracks. But um, there's also tracks that we're going to that we're going to be strong at. So uh, maybe on our bad weekends, we just have to do as best as we can and um, just got to keep playing it smart, you know. Well, I don't know if you call it a bad weekend, but your uh, that race at Madison, I think uh, everybody was close focused on Chandler Smith, but for some reason you caught my attention during the race. Uh, you guys had to work your tail off. Uh, you had a few problems, and you come back and finish third. I think that was probably the run of the race, to tell you the truth. Yeah, no, uh, we struggled all day. We were, we were pretty bad in practice. I qualified 12. Um, I spun like 30 laps into the race, just being aggressive. Um, but yeah, it worked out. We, we saved, like I said, we didn't save tires, but, uh, we pitted later than everybody. I think that's what really helped us was, was pitting later. Um, so we had tires longer, but, um, I think that's just one of those tracks where we weren't the best at, but we, we salvaged a good day out of it. Well, you salvaged really good. I think, you know, to, to finish third, come back from the adversity that you guys did come through. And like you said, you were you were struggling pretty much all day. And whatever it is, you guys figured it out towards the end of the race and really came on. Yeah, no, uh, it's all about when you get days like that, you just you start racing pit stop to pit stop, um, just trying to get the car better as we go. And, uh, I mean, people have their problems during the race and um, – it just worked out for us. Well, then you come back and you have a great time at uh, Gateway. So, uh, yeah, you have, like you said, uh, your adaptability. You, you mentioned that in the post-race interview on uh, Friday evening at, at Gateway. And uh, that, I, that kind of stuck in my head. And uh, 
made me think about, you know, your last three races and uh, how well you did adapt to Madison. Uh, that's a tough racetrack. I've been going there and watching races for years. And to see what you did uh, to come back, uh, I was very impressed. Yeah, thank you. You uh, uh, you don't have a background in asphalt racing. You come from off-road racing, correct? Yes. Well, your adaptability is sure uh, showing up uh, in your, you know, this year in, in, in ARCA. And uh, it's been fun to watch you. And how's it feel knowing uh, you basically go into these races being one of the favorites? I mean, it always feels good. Um, just uh, just got to keep doing what we're doing. I think you mentioned adaptability. That's That's been a huge huge thing that I've uh, been fortunate to have is, is adapting quick to racetracks and, and different places. So um, I hope we keep being a favorite the rest of the year. Well, how do you, uh, you know, factor your, your off-roading and your, your ARCA racing? Uh, two different, different aspect types of racing, yet uh, you able to combine uh, the one into the other. Uh what from off-road racing makes you so much better on the asphalt now, do you think? Um, I think the off-road, well, they're, they're totally different. The off-road is the little sprint races. Um, you know, there's about 15 laps, and it's going as hard as you can the whole time. You're super aggressive up on the wheel. Uh, what you're up on the wheel on asphalt, too, but um, it's just different. You have to be much calmer and, and have a lot more, like, finesse in the race car. Um I think mean, car control is huge, which, as I've brought over from off-road, you know, you're always sideways and, and things are always coming at you. So uh, that's that's nice to have. Um, makes it so you can drive a, a loose race car, which um, we're pretty much always uh, a tick on the loose side. So uh, loose is fast, right? So it's uh, it's good. Well, it just, you know, shows you a great high end. <laughs> Uh, eye and hand coordination there uh, to be able to do what you're doing and uh, and you're you're proving it now and how do you feel going into Chicago this weekend? Uh, I'm pretty excited. I, I I'm actually looking forward to the next couple of weeks. We have Chicago and Iowa, so uh, I think Iowa's a favorite for for a lot of us. Um, that's where I got my first podium last year in the Arca Series. So I'm looking forward to Chicago. Though we were we were pretty bad there last year. We were so loose. Um, and ended up getting wrecked out like three laps in. A car spun in front of us and came up the racetrack and got us. But uh, I think we'll be a lot better this year. Um, the guys in the shop do a pretty good job, really good job, actually. Um, so I think the crew chief, Jeff's going to have it tuned up. And um, I don't know, hopefully if things go right, we can go two in a row. Well, it, it's very uh, well could happen. We could have you on again next Monday night as the winner again. So uh, enjoy this week. It's a short one. Uh, no, you have to work. Uh, we we all got to do that occasionally. So uh, uh, get through with that this week. Get out to Chicago. I'll see you at the track. And looking forward to seeing you there. And, again, congratulations, Sheldon. You deserve that win. And uh, we'll see you soon, buddy. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Take her away, Rowdy. All right. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Shelton, you had a pretty good following with your family there. You want to give them a shout-out tonight? Uh, yeah, I had all my uh, my Missouri family there. It's my 
<laughs> my dad's dad, my grandpa Wendell, and um, just all all my Missouri family. So that was pretty cool seeing all them there and, and to be able to win in front hey. of them. Hey, and you you dressed to impress that night. You did great. <laughs> yes, sir. Shelton, congratulations. I know they y'all had a good time after it was over. Uh, Shelton, uh, United Rentals, man, making it happen on the 28 car. You want to talk about them just a minute? Yeah, United Rentals have been uh they've been great. Um pretty pretty funny how that works. The uh my grandpa owns a big construction company out here on the west coast, so uh we do all of our renting through them uh, and then they kick back into the racing. So it's a good deal. I think uh we're still growing that relationship and, and trying to uh make it better and, and um try to make it a multi year deal where uh they can come up through the ranks with us. Well, I'll tell you, I've, I've used them myself. They're great people to work for, and I give you exactly what you ask for. And uh, I appreciate them jumping on board with you. Uh, how, how can they follow you, Shelton, and keep up with you now that you've got things turned around and kicked that bad jinx off your back? Yeah, I'm uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, it's Sheldon Creed. Um, same with Twitter. I'm not a huge Twitter person, so... Um, I don't know. I guess I don't. I don't post on there a whole lot, but uh, I do have one, and um, mostly my Facebook and Instagram. I'm always on those two, um, so it's a good way to follow. Well, uh, keep grand your granddad going with you, because it looks like it works when he's there. It's good to see your granddad and uh, Shelton. Thanks a lot for spending time with us, and looking forward to having you back on, my friend. Good luck this weekend. Safe travels. Right Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Shelton. All right, All right Mark. You. You'll see that right. uh, in Chicago, your hometown, your home track. Short drive for you. Looking forward to it, Rowdy. And uh, uh, the Arca Midwest Tour is in Rockford this weekend, which is also a short drive. And I'll be, I'll be able to go out and cover that race for us, too. And uh, we're going to have a busy weekend here in Chicagoland uh, with all the racing going on, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Well, uh, not much time to think about it because uh, it'll be here before you know it, Thursday night. Three more days, uh, a little over three days, and uh, we'll be back at the ARCA races, and uh Boy, it just seems we were at Gateway just the other day, Rowdy, doesn't it? The schedule is going by awful quick. We're halfway through already. I'm telling you, over halfway through that 11 straight race thing that everybody dreaded, but, you know, the last 10, (laughs) you get down to the very, it's going to get tougher now. It's going to be, hey, it's going to be good to see Shelton on dirt at Springfield and the coin. All them guys, it's going to be a really, really interesting race. Races. MDM just uh, seems to have it this year, Roddy. They, their, their cars are clicking. Their drivers are clicking. Uh, taking nothing away from any other competitors, uh, but there are years like that. And at this point in in the season, uh, MDM is uh, running the show. I'd say, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Venturini's right there on their heels. Yeah, uh, yeah take, take nothing away from Venturini Motorsports because they could have done 
with Sheldon Creed done just as easily on Friday night. So uh, it, it was their evening, and, and uh, yeah, they they've got their cars hooked up. All their drivers are running really well. Yep, going down with some girl power this weekend. You know, we were scheduled to have uh, Leilani, and uh, she had something going on, and I and I'm requested for Michael, and we were lucky enough to get Michael Self to come on. And I'm looking forward to having Michael call in here at 7:45. Well, we've we've had Michael on before as a winner, so uh, yeah, it, he's a uh, he's a good driver, Rowdy. Uh, I, I'd like to see him be able to run the full series and, and see what he can do. But boy, they get him out on those big tracks. He handles those well, and uh, he runs really well there all the time. And uh, there's a threat to win, no matter where anybody shows up. Set on the pole, too. He was a pole winner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, he was, uh, I think he finished fourth at Michigan. and That's kind of most of the race. It, when he rolled back, he stayed about fourth and battled it. I mean, he, he drove his pants off to keep fourth. Yep, he wasn't the only one, uh, but... Uh, he just has an act for for uh, for running up front in race cars, and uh, not everybody has that knack. So uh, yeah, more power to Michael on that power, and that's no. Well, Mark, let's stop. Must just a minute. Rates too high. Drivers not approved. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. So maybe Slinger Sunday night, Mark? Yeah, I have to talk to my wife about that. Uh, (laughs) Well, hey, listen. That's the uh, the stickler. You're not going to 72 races. No, no, we're we're not. But this this will be my third race in, in four days coming up if I do go out to Slinger, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're show, they're having their holiday show. Uh, I think uh, Skip would like us to come out and and uh, check things out. And and I'd like to. Slinger's a great racetrack, Rowdy. You know, you've said many a times I wear that Slinger T-shirt, and uh, more than one people or two want to talk about it. it. Yeah, people want to talk about it when you wear it. Hey, you been to the Slinger? <laughs> yep. So uh, we 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 got to get you up there someday, Rowdy. Uh, that's one of those bucket list places we got to get to too. Well, all right. Let's bring our next guest on there, Mark. Sounds like a good idea to me. Well, hey, what we got here? I'd like to welcome back to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Michael Self and driver of the number fifteen Sinclair. Toyota, welcome back. Hey, Rowdy, how are you guys? Man, we're doing great. Uh, 
Michael, how how are you preparing for a Thursday night race? Uh, um, most of my preparing right now is, is done by working on the house that my wife and I bought a couple of weeks ago with constant updates and <laughs> repair work and uh, not as much thinking about the racetrack. But hopefully once we get to the track on uh, on Thursday, I can kind of switch my mindset. Well, that's a uh, you be careful. Them power tools can be dangerous. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. I already uh, missed one incident with my hand earlier this year, so I'll try and try and avoid any new ones. Well, the next time I sh- see you, I'll show you my war wound, and I think Mark's got hit. Mark can show you his on Sunday. So <laughs> if you're active, you can get wounded quick. Uh, I hear you, Michael. Uh, winner of the Daytona Lucas Oil uh, 200, and and now you're. Uh, headed to Chicago. How, how do you feel about the race? Uh, I'm excited. Chicagoland is one of my favorite tracks. Uh, you know, last year when we raced there in September, I ran with the Mason Mitchell Motorsports guys. Uh, we, we dominated the late part of the race and uh, ended up running over some debris and blowing a right front tire with about seven or eight laps to go. So that was, you know, kind of a, a heartbreaker for us. But since then, I've been really excited to get back. It's it's one of my favorite tracks. I think Chicagoland's got a lot of personality. It's just a, a fun track. It's bumpy. It's, it's got a bunch of different grooves you can run. It's kind of a unique shape, how it's curved the whole way around. So uh, it's definitely one that that I've had that I've been, been excited to get to. You know, it's got to be pretty cool to be driving around with that nostalgic dinosaur on the side and people's comments of, you know, we talked about it on the show before, but, you know, I brought four of them home with me and my grandkids went absolutely crazy. And like, be careful with them. Don't <laughs> be good with them. But they love them. No, that's, and, that's, you know, that's a pretty cool thing. That. Y'all hand them out in, in autograph sessions. And, you know, it, uh, you've heard a lot of comments from it, haven't you? Absolutely. We, I get so many comment so many comments on the design of the car and so many people asking about Sinclair oil and uh, I feel like every race we go to someone comes up and has a story about a Sinclair station that they owned or that someone in their family owned um, and you know everyone even little kids who have no idea what Sinclair oil is they they love the dinosaur it's very attractive to them so uh, we kind of cover the, the whole fan base young kids up to adults everyone can relate to Sinclair in some way well, I can, because I'm 62, and I remember them around here in the day, and uh, when I seen that, I'm like, gee, what a paint scheme. I mean, especially at night is when it really looks good. So people at Chicago Land are really, they're really in for it to see it at nighttime. It's a beautiful car. Well, I hope they enjoy it, and I appreciate you saying that. It's uh, it's definitely one of my favorite schemes that I've ever been to run. I just love how clean it looks. Uh, it's, it's easy to point out, even when I kind of when I watch the replays on TV. It's easy to easy to see it, and um, it's always always attractive in my eye. Well, I, you're exactly right because I've watched the replays twice today, and and honestly, you can see where you're at, regardless if you're paying attention to where you're at. You you spot right. that car immediately in in the field and it, it does. That's good. Uh, yep, that's good. Uh, pretty special to be able to work with Kevin Reed. He's got two this year under his belt. That's pretty awesome for Kevin. 
he's actually got three under his belt. He had uh, he was on Chandler's car when Chandler drove the 15 there at Madison a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I think that ties in with Marty for for the most wins. They both got three this year. Uh, Stankowicz has has two now. So you know it's a good battle shaping up between those guys. But Kevin's an awesome guy. Somewhere someone I really enjoy working with. Uh, he just he he puts everything he can into what he does. He's very emotional about his work, and he, he's very proud of his work. And uh, whenever we go to the track under his his watch, I know we're going to have a good car, and I have a lot of confidence right off the bat. So. Uh, it always gets the weekend started off right, and Kevin and I have a really good friendship. I feel like we have a really strong relationship. Uh, and so the chemistry, as far as our team goes, I feel is really strong and, uh, and really developed. And that just it, – it makes you feel good. It makes the weekend more fun and takes um, any pressure off. And I think Kevin has a lot of faith in me and, and what I do and knows kind of how I drive and where I, where I excel and where I don't. Um, and so it, there's not a whole lot of question in each other. We kind of just go and, and do our thing and focus ahead and – uh, so far, it's led to some decent results this year. Well, knowing both of you, you're exactly right. I mean, the chemistry's there, and uh, Kevin's done an outstanding job. He's always a pleasure to meet, talk to at the track. Uh, Mark, you're live with Michael Self here, headed to headed to your hometown in Chicagoland. Thanks, Rowdy. Welcome back to the show, Michael. It's always great to have you on. Yeah, thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. Always, always good to be with you guys. Well, we appreciate it too, and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you in my hometown track this weekend. So, uh, it's not one of the older speedways in the U.S., but uh, I, I think through the time it's been around, it's uh, it's come to be one of the better ones. And, and it sounds like you think the same thing, uh, having raced there before. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've I've actually run there twice before. Last year in the Arca car, and uh, a couple of years ago, I ran there in um, the Johnny Davis Xfinity car. And, uh, just, just really enjoy it. I, I think it's a, a cool location. I think it's, a, like I said, a fun, great racetrack. Definitely has um, more character than the majority of the intermediates we go to. It's just a fun place. It's a fun race to be at, uh, especially this weekend with the the trucks, the Xfinity guys, and the cup cars being there. It's a cool ambiance. Um, it's fun having everyone there. It's a nice speedway and, you know, racing a little bit earlier in the year there than we're used to. So we'll see how it goes switching up to this, this summertime slot. Well, it's going to be a little bit warmer than it is in September, that's for sure. But uh, and the humidity will be up there a little bit. But that's nothing new for you guys who race in the middle of the summer, anyways, is it? Well, I don't know. I, I don't race as much as some of the other guys do. With only uh, ten races on my schedule throughout the year, we, you know, I, I get a couple at the early, early on, a couple at the end, and so these ones in the summer kind of, kind of throw me off a little bit. It's definitely hot out there. I mean, <laughs> even in Michigan, a couple of weeks ago, it was only eighty degrees, and I still thought it was. It was burning up, so I, I looked at it. I thought it's going to be around, oh, going to be around ninety, I guess, on Thursday. So it'll be, it'll definitely be warm. Yeah, I was uh, just checking out the weather just before the show, uh, uh, and of course, especially this week, being it's a, it's a hometown race for me. It's nice. I don't have to make a multi-hour drive to get to the racetrack. So, uh, oh, that is nice. You're. We're we're welcoming you to the Chicago area, and I'm glad you enjoy it. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you on on Thursday, and I'll stop by and say hello. That sounds good. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And uh, what other? How many other races do you have left now after this one, Michael? Uh, I guess it'll be four more after this. We'll have Chicago in this weekend, Iowa next weekend. Um, it'll take a whole July off. And, 
uh, I think we come back in August and race um, August September race Lucas Oil Raceway Park and um, I guess Salem and then we'll finish up the year at Kansas. You get to do a couple of short tracks this year. We'll do yep, we'll do a couple short tracks. Lucas Oil, I ran there last year, ran ran pretty well. Um and never run Salem before, but Venturini guys have always run run well, so looking forward to both of those. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you there. Uh yeah, I like Lucas Oil. I've been going there for many years. It's a very competitive racetrack, multiple grooves. Uh just a good place just a good short track racing uh situation and uh uh we're looking forward to seeing you there, but I'm going to turn no, you back over to Freddie. I know he's got some stuff for you, and, and we always appreciate you being on the show, Michael, and good luck this weekend, and I'll see you at the track Thursday. Sounds good, Mark. See you there. Thanks. Thank you. Take uh, her away, Rowdy. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Michael, I don't know. If, do you get to do anything, just say, for instance, at Salem, will you fly in there or will you drive in, and do you have any time to go do anything besides be at the track? Uh, we do we do a couple. Um, let's let's say for the, this weekend, for example, uh, we're doing different things with Saint Clair throughout the year. Uh, Wednesday night this this week, for example, we're going to do that Joliet that race fan rally that they put on every year with Chicagoland Speedway, and uh, we'll be up there giving away a bunch of Saint Clair stuff and signing autographs. Um, and, and we try and do um, something similar to that every race. We try and get some kind of appearance, oh. whether it's a Menard deal or, or a Saint Clair deal. Um, and then, you know, every now and then, if it's a good city or a cool place, my wife and I will stay and we'll hang out or stay a day or visit family or whoever may be in the area or just, you know, try and enjoy the weekend after. So you do have uh, – you got a couple of things going on for Chicago land. That's that's great. But one of the things that Charlotte – when I, last year, September, was my first race to Salem rather than not Charlotte. And I tell you, what a beautiful little town. It's You just need to ride around it. And if you get one, if you want breakfast, you need to stop in the. Isn't it called the Dinner Bell, Mark? It's downtown. It's, a cool it's, little place. It's the Dinner Bell, Michael, and and I think they're noted more for their cheeseburgers in the afternoon than they are for their breakfasts. But uh, yeah, neat, neat little place, and and you're going to be an immediate celebrity as soon as you walk in the door. I trust me. And their courthouse. <laughs> oh, it's oh, a drive around square, Michael. You you know the old drive around the the county courthouse. And it is mm-hmm. this some um, absolutely. It looks like a small castle. It is beautiful limestone, isn't it, Mark? A big limestone courthouse, and it's uh, it is Robbie. It's just, a, it's just a neat little town. That's cool. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I've actually been up there before. I uh, spotted up there a couple of years ago a number of times, so I'm familiar with the little the little downtown. But it's been a whole lot of extra time there, so we'll have to check that out and, and get some of those places. It's pretty neat. Uh, Michael, let's talk about your sponsors where uh, that make it possible for you to go round and round and go to these tracks. Yeah, I mean, you guys know Sinclair is the, my, pri- my pri- primary one, and uh, they've done so much for me the last couple of years, giving me a chance to get in a car after a couple of years being away from a car. And uh, they continue to grow and, and grow their investment in the ARCA Racing Series, and they've done a lot for us this year. And um, like we talked about, we've just become uh, hopefully maybe what one day will be an iconic sponsor and one people will remember and um, people always look forward to seeing out there. And then through them, actually, we've, we've gotten a lot of associate stuff. This weekend we're going to have uh, Sat Brothers as an associate sponsor on our, our quarter panels, which is really cool. They're a big 
Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with them, they're a big truck stop. They've got truck stops all over the country and out west, uh, through the Midwest, and just a, a fun group of guys to work with, very established, well-known trucking trucking stop and group. And, and we've been able to do that with a couple of different uh, St. Clair affiliates throughout the year, and each track we go to, we're trying to get those guys a little bit more involved and um, so show kind of what we can do for them. So for guys in the Chicagoland this year, it looks at Sat Brothers logo on our car and we'll uh, Go visit your local fat brothers wherever it may be. Get some gas. Well, you're in good hands. You got Kevin Reed and the Venturini Motorsports behind you, man. And that Elmore and that composite body—that's total package. There it is. It's, it should be a should be a good race on Thursday night. Like I said, last year was a, a really good one. So, looking forward to being back and hope we can put on a good show for everyone on Thursday. Michael, tell them where everybody where you can follow you at. Everyone, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the all the normal spots. You guys just go on and type in Michael Self Racing, and I'll come right up. And Sinclair Oil will be the same way. So I appreciate anyone going and checking those guys out. Sinclair does a lot of good uh, giveaways. They um, give away all different kinds of stuff. So they're definitely one to uh, worthwhile to give a follow to. All right, Michael. Good luck this weekend, and looking forward to seeing you again, my friend. Thanks for spending some time with us on a Monday night. We'll see you guys there Thursday. All right. Thank you. All right, Mark. We got that's uh, Michael Self, driver of the number 15 Toyota for Venturini Motorsports. And, you know, uh, I want everybody to keep Wendy Venturini in their prayers and uh, thoughts this week. And she'd been through a little tragedy there. But luckily, it could have been worse, but it, it wasn't. So, uh, Big shout out to Wendy and get well soon. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of a scary uh, story we saw, Rowdy. But uh, I'm glad to hear she's going to be okay and uh, uh, and is going to be back and and is on the mend. Will be back with her, with us all uh, in a short period of time. Yeah, well, that's a mom and dad's worst nightmare there. Huh? Getting that phone call. But, uh, yeah, I can, everybody, I can imagine that was a tough yeah. call for, for Big Bill and Kathy to, to deal with. And, uh, uh, but it's scary at first, and luckily for the Venturinis, it, it wasn't. It could have been a lot worse than it was, and uh, it was serious, but it could have been more serious. So uh, we wish the best to Kathy, to Kathy and Big Bill and, and Wendy and quick uh, return to the – to the microphone and the track, Wendy. Uh, well, our next guest, Charlie Crowell, for uh, communications director for ARCA now. Uh, taking a man who's been there 22 years, that's a pretty tough job to do. Never missed a race. But I think you've done a nice job now. Let me tell you, you jumped right in there. It was a, you know, it's it's a tough position to take over Rowdy uh, anytime, but in the middle of the season like it was, I think it makes it even tougher. You have no time to prepare. You're jumping in and you're jumping in running, and uh, Charlie's done a really nice job. Uh, there's been a couple of hiccups, but, hey, we had a hiccup tonight too, so uh, he's, he's worked through them. He's worked through them well, uh, and I think things are just going to get better and better with Charlie. Well, he's coming on at 15 after 8, and I think, hey, I, after getting 
alphabetized. I think I want to just stroll back over here just a minute. Yeah. 
All right, Mark. <laughs> He's coming quick. Talladega. Mark, I had you on mute, my man. I said Talladega was coming quick. <laughs> no problem, Rowdy. Well, uh, <laughs> I made, made this call, uh, Charlie. It, can't, I can, got his number, but I can't give a text to it. I'm technically challenged. <laughs> well, Mark, let's talk about a little bit of what you got going to happen. And I, I know you, you're not going. I know you're going to uh, to uh, Chicago Land, but you know you can't tell me what you had lined up for the rest of the week. Yeah, Rowdy, we've got uh, we've got the Arca race presented by Menards uh, at Chicago Land Speedway in Joliet, Illinois, on Thursday evening. Uh, Friday, we'll take a little breather and I'll spend a little time at home with the family. Uh, Saturday, I'll be out at uh, Rockford Speedway in Loves Park, Illinois for a 100-lap Midwest Tour race uh, for the super late models and uh, possibly at Slinger Speedway Sunday evening for their uh, holiday event. So, yeah, I, I might have a busy weekend coming up here, my friend. It sounds like it, Mark. Uh, I was kind of looking forward to it, but that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, hopefully we got a little more time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we're going to get you up here, Rowdy. And, uh, you, you've had, you posted me at Talladega more than once. So I'm kind of itchy to reciprocate that, that hospitality and show you how we do it up here in the North. Looking forward to it too, Mark. Well, I know you are, my friend. I know you are. So, yeah, we uh, we have a good time at the racetrack. Uh, we get things done and we get what we need to get done at the track, and uh, we go from there. Well, Thursday night, it's going to be It'll here, be here before know we know it, Rowdy. Well, like we was talking earlier, Mark, we're halfway down that eleven race schedule there, and that's that's got to be kind of relieving on some. Cause we've had pretty tough. There's been some pretty pretty tough tracks. Yeah, a wide variety of tracks, but of course that's the Arca Arca way, and that's what Arca is noted for. From anything from the three eighths Elko Speedway to the two point six six mile Talladega Super Speedway. And a couple of miles their tracks are on there and they're just for good luck. So uh Arca runs a very diverse schedule and uh it's a tough schedule. Uh, I'm looking forward to the two dirt tracks, Mark. I'd like to think I might can make Salem, not Salem, but uh, well, I'd like to think I'm gonna make Salem, and uh, I'd like to do Springfield. You know, we had uh, lunch beside a couple. We had uh, Saturday, and they lived. Uh, I think he said an hour. They were going to Decoin. They lived an hour away from Decoin. And uh, okay, they said they yeah, like, they loved going to Decoin. 
Yeah. And actually, they was at that night time. race, Mark. Yeah, they was at the night race. Because I think that oh, was the only really? night race they run. Yeah. Well, you and I were at that only night race, Rowdy, and we thought it was pretty special. And they should probably go back to running it at night. That's my opinion. Well, it was it was pretty neat. It was pretty neat. So. And Springfield, it's another mile dirt, but the atmosphere and the tracks and the layout is so much different from DeCoin. DeCoin's very special. Springfield's very special. Uh, I'm looking forward to Springfield because we're going to see the guy, a friend of ours that Jeff and I met in uh, Farmer City, Illinois, at a dirt late model race, Rowdy, and uh, he drives the big purple bus. We sent you pictures of it, and we knew we, oh, we yeah, thought of you yeah. right away when we saw the school bus. So <laughs> he dropped, uh, He'll be in turn four for the uh, the Arca race, and uh, we're going to check in with him. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, phone top and watch the race and observation deck. I plan on it, and uh, uh, it, it's a great view. Rowdy and and they were sitting over turns one and two at uh, Farmer City, which is a quarter mile high bank uh, dirt track, and uh, uh, we had a great view from up there. So we're looking forward to just as good a view at the Mile Speedway at uh, the Springfield Dirt. Well, with this group of drivers we got, that's going to be something special to watch, Mark. Well, uh, you know, they talked about monkey wrench races, and I guess uh, DeCoin and Springfield would be maybe the two uh, monkey wrench monkey <laughs> races. Uh, you know, you're only two dirt races a year, mile tracks, uh, both completely different. Uh, neither one built for auto racing, uh, but somehow we've managed to uh, to adapt them to uh, to auto racing. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to those dirt track races, Rowdy. They're always a lot of fun. Well, uh, I finished it up. Michael had what he said four more races to go. And finishing off in he Kansas. Did. He did. He uh he will run uh Iowa. Kansas, IRP and Salem. I should say Lucas Oil Raceway. There, yeah, there I am. Don't show my age again, Rowdy. <laughs> it's hard to get over in the mark. After all these years, yeah, it is, Rowdy. It, it's kind of ingrained in your mind. Well, you know, it's the uh, Monster Cup. You know, I, I kind of like that better than the sprint, the sound of it. But uh, they was at Sonoma this weekend, and that wasn't too bad of a race. You think of it as no. bootleggers the way they used to race North Carolina style. <laughs> they uh, uh, the the road racing with the uh, with 
with the cup cars is an interesting proposition and it's usually pretty entertaining to watch, Rowdy. Hey, how about our Dutch friends? I keep seeing stuff. Hey, they got it going on over there too, Mark. Uh, you know, the cars are similar to and it, it you know, it's pretty cool to see their their tracks and the way they they set up. That's I've enjoyed meeting those guys and being able to follow them on Facebook. I am also Rowdy. Uh it was probably one of the uh the 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 best things that come out of Daytona for us was meeting uh, Mark and Mark. And uh great fellows, great with sharing all their information. Uh very, very hardcore race fans, to say the least. So uh yeah, I, I enjoy getting their their Facebook messages and the pictures of the car. Their cars are really cool looking and very similar to what we run over here. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's been great. And, and, uh, every day there's something new from those guys. Well, you know, uh, Mark moving into your hometown, Chicago land, uh, what makes Chicago land special to you? Besides being my home track, uh, well, for years, Rowdy, the closest NASCAR race we could get to would, uh, was in uh, Michigan. So Michigan was our kind of our home track for years. Chicago is just a nice facility. Uh, say what you want about the newer tracks. Uh, the amenities uh, are a little bit nicer. The uh, you know the racing's usually pretty good. Um, it's it's a nice facility. It's a newer facility, and uh, that just makes you know easier and, and nicer to be hanging around. I guess, Rowdy. I I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm having a hard time explaining it. But uh, it's well, home. Got to be. Yeah, it's got to go four or five hours to a race. To be able to go inside now instead of being outside looking inside. Yeah, like we said a little earlier, we uh, we take our responsibilities with the show seriously, and we're at the racetrack. We're covering the race for the show. And uh, uh, if you see us on Facebook, you know that we're doing our job. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Pictures, you, know, text, uh, you know, you've been really good about that, uh, getting it on, on the Facebook page for the show, Rowdy, and uh, everything I know I, I send to you gets posted. So, yeah, it's appreciated. Uh, it's good for the show. It's good for us. Uh, we, we, and we try to have some fun with it. Yes, we do. Yep. Uh, right now, Charlie, Kyle, uh, and uh, Mark. I'm supposed to shoot him over a reminder, but I got my computer tied up and I got my phone tied up here. <laughs> uh, I guess we could. I can call him. We got a caller on the line tonight. Well, we got Don Don hanging in. He he dropped in. You know him. Uh, I hadn't heard from Don Don in a while. What's up, Don Don? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 
been here, there, and everywhere. And I just got back from Sonoma. <laughs> Wine country. In yeah, the motorhome, no, no more than less. Yeah, I'm from from uh, Southern California. Well, how's that driving well, that new motorhome of yours, Don? Ah, yeah, that's the only time I'll go to uh, snow model, please. That's too far to go to Columbus. Too far to drive to watch a race, a race over in Oh, I don't think it's ever too far to drive to a racetrack and watch a race. No, it's not. Don, uh, Wayne suited up again this weekend at the race yeah. at Gateway. Yeah. He he yeah, was in the go. number one car. Yeah, we could go. We could go check out Chicago. Mark's gonna check it out for us. Him and Jeff. We got her covered. Let's see here. Mark and Don. Do you need to play a song? Uh... Yeah, let's let's do that, uh, Mark. Uh, I got one here that I like to hear every once in a while too. Um, All right. Well, we'll listen to a little music, and you can take care of business. If we just get to it. All right. Did Lana call in today? No, uh, she had uh, something going on, and we had Michael Self called in, and uh, Shelton Creed. Don? That's, that's who called in tonight. And we're waiting on uh, Charlie Crow. I'm supposed to give him my heads up. And uh, okay. I got my phone. Somehow my board went dead. I'm I'm talking to. I'm talking on the uh, my phone. I've been coming to Darlington Raceway for as long as I can remember. Dale Earnhardt is about to win the sixth of the. There's so much history here. Elliott now midway between turns three and four, looking for one million. Darlington has some of the toughest races. Burton looks down to the inside. He'll not be able. I've watched my heroes leave here in both victory and defeat. And Cale Yarbrough as your leader. Here goes Gant right down to the inside. That's the kind of racing in the old days you used to see at Darlington. Physical for the last five laps. There's no other place like Darlington. From the bottom, they are three wide on the back straightaway. I'm Dale. Hart Jr., driver of the number 88 nationwide Chevy SS. We are celebrating Darlington's throwback race weekend with a special Grey Ghost paint scheme honoring NASCAR icon Buddy Baker. Come join me and the entire NASCAR family as we pay tribute to the history and heritage of our sport at Darlington Raceway. The tradition continues Sunday, September 4th at the Bojangles Southern 500. Reserve your seats now by calling 866-459-RACE or visit DarlingtonRaceway.com. Mm. 
got the floor of Bama Lounge. A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the South. Driven down from Boston, he left five feet of snow. Changed after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico. Waved his hands in the air, he had his voice rose through the rules. Spread in the message of his undisputed truth. Like an old time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said this is the promised land, it's one the heart of Dixie me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows. Hey Mark, uh, Charlie's hey. having trouble calling in. Uh, wait, there we okay. go. Hey, we got him now. All right. All right. All right, everyone. Uh, with a little bit of difficulty, but hey, it's live radio, and I know the guys, the voice of uh, Arca Racing, there would know better better than I. Uh, our guest is Communications Director Charlie Crow. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglot Show, Charlie. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on, and uh, you know, hey, better late than never, right? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> you know, you're, th- you're dealing with the guys over 60, and we're kind of a little technically challenged, but I'm tr- I'm working hard on trying to keep some of mine. It's just trying to remember it once I kick it. Well, we won't hold it against you guys. <laughs> John, we're just a couple least, old guys at least talking not, race least not this time. At least not this time. <laughs> Next time we'll have words. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how it goes. <laughs> well, Charlie, uh, pretty awesome position. How does a guy end up? I know you've got a lot of history with with Arca, and you know I've been in this hanging around the garage for right at six years, and uh, I seen you on American Broadcasting doing the. Uh, Pit Row reporting, thought you did an awesome job there. I hated to see them go. And then uh, I always... I, I hated them. it. I hated it, too. <laughs> I hated seeing them go away, too. Um, Man, you know, what a gig. A really, it was a really tremendous gig to have. But I will tell you what, it's... Um, uh, to me, this is kind of like just the natural progression of, of everything that I've, I've done in racing. You know, I've I've told a few people a story that the very first job I ever had in my life was selling ARCA yearbooks for Ron Drager back in 1982 when I was nine years old. Um, you know, my mom sold programs at Toledo Speedway uh, when she was pregnant with me, <laughs> you know, back in the 1970s. You know, I've been around forever. My grandparents uh, were inducted into the Michigan Motorsports Hall of Fame back in 2015 uh, because of the work they did with John and Mildred Markham, you know, the founders of ARCA back in the, in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So this is just... Uh, this has been my life since I was a, a young kid, and and I'm really happy to uh, to finally kind of uh, officially join the team. I've been around for a long time. I've done their their internet radio broadcasts. I've I've been a part of uh, the television broadcasts from time to time. Um, you know, this is just something that I've I really have always wanted to do, and I'm I'm tickled pink to finally be able to do it. Well, you know, this weekend at Gateway, you know, we, I didn't look up till you was right. You got everything you need, you need anything. And, you know, <laughs> how much we appreciate that, Charlie. I mean, it really meant a lot to us. We walked out of there saying that, you know, and it's great to be well, able to be in, be part of that. You know, it's uh, a part of my job is to make sure, um, you know, that, that the media in attendance literally has anything that I can help them with. You know, that's, that's a big part of it, and, and really the only way you're ever going to know that is if you're out there talking to them and asking them and, and you know, making sure, hey, is there, is there anything I can get for you? Is there, you, know, do you? Do you need any any information? Can I help you with a driver? Can I help you with a photo? You know, it, literally anything you guys need, uh, that's, that's my job is to help provide it, and if I can't provide it, I'm going to help find someone who can. You know? So, you know, that's, you know, my job is to help spread the word of the ARCA racing series presented by Menards and, and help, you know, get the word out about our sponsors and, and our, our racetracks that are selling tickets and uh, the television partners who are broadcasting these events and, and shows like you who are talking about it. You know, this is my job to help get the word out about this type of stuff and uh, anything I can do to, to, to help do that, I'm going to do. Well, you started selling it, uh, those programs or yearbooks at nine, uh, You've seen it evolved into what it is today. It's absolutely <laughs> yeah. spectacular on the speedways with the, everyone with the composite bodies now. Uh, I really, I can remember going to Flat Rock Speedway when I was uh, a, a eight or nine year old kid or ten year old kid, and you know I was there every week. You know my grandparents worked there uh, as 
as scorers and officials and did the timing and scoring. And I remember going every week and, you know, the late model cars were really cool. And, you know, I, figure eight cars are my favorite and, you know, the street socks, they all, they all put on a really great show, but a couple of times a year, we would get really excited when uh, what they called the Ark of new cars would come to town. And, and those cars looked just like the cars you would see in the Daytona 500 or when you went to Michigan, you know, they would have the steel bodies and, and they had the, 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 you know, the, the chrome bumpers on them and the chrome wheels. And, you know, it just, they looked so professional. And I just remember getting so excited to, to, to watch them on, on a tight little quarter mile at Flat Rock Speedway. And then eventually, you know, they, after a, a long break, they came to Toledo Speedway and I got to see them there a couple of times as a kid. And, um, you know, the first, you know, the first time I ever kind of traveled to another ARCA race, you know, down at Salem Speedway in 1999. And, you know, to see where the series was, you know, in, in the 80s and then the, and then the 90s and then eventually, you know, as we see it now, boy, the, the changes have been just dramatic. Um, you know, uh, what we used to have, you know, guys like Bobby Jacks and Marvin Smith and uh, even a guy like Bill Vanarini when he was a rookie. I was, I was around his rookie year, 1983. I remember watching him at uh, Flat Rock Speedway uh, a couple of times that year. You know, Bill was a, you know, he wasn't an 18-year-old kid. You know, Bill was a, he was a grown man with a, with a full-time job who, who, you know, just really loved racing and, and wanted to be a professional race car driver. And Arca where he, was where he could do that. You know, now we do have the, the 15 and 16 and 17-year-old kids that are uh, out there winning races. And, you know, to see a kid like Chandler Smith a couple of weeks ago, you know, pick up his first career win at 15 years of age. I remember what I was doing when I was 15. Uh, wasn't driving race cars at at 100 miles an hour at 200 miles or you know 150 miles an hour. Certainly wasn't doing that. So uh, to see what these kids are able to do, uh, it, it's just mind boggling. And, and to know that you know here we are, uh, you know, watching these kids take their very first step as they're kind of progressing up the ladder. It's it's really cool. It's really cool to see. Well, what I keep hearing in the garage with the arc. And I call them kids because, hey, I'm 62 years old, no disrespect. But those young guys and girls, it, you know, it's, it's, there's a camaraderie there that uh, that I like. It's a good chemis- chemistry that I think when they finally make it to the Cup, we're in store for some good racing. There's some great kids coming up. That well, car's in good look shape at what and talent. That's right. Look at just what happened over the weekend. You know, we had uh, Justin Haley picked up his first career win. You know, we called him J.J. back when he was running in the ARCA series when he was just 15 years old. Uh, you know, Dalton Sargent, he was in the mix for the truck race at Gateway. Uh, Christian Eckes won one of the stages uh, in that Gateway truck race. You know, Christian still not old enough to run the full season in the, in the ARCA series, but there he is out there competing for a victory in the, in the Camping World Truck Series. And the only reason he, was, he wasn't doing it at the end is someone told, you know, he got involved in someone else's problem. Um, you know, you see guys like Justin Allgaier uh, fighting for wins in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. You see guys like, uh, you know, Chase Elliott and, and Kyle Larson and Joey Logano. All of these guys came and won races in the ARC Racing Series presented by Menards when they were on their way up the ladder. Uh, and to see that, you know, that, that's what we're here to do. We're here to, to give these drivers a launching point for that, for that next step in their career. And it's, it's really fun watching it happen. Hey, Mark, you're live with Charles Croft. Thanks, Rowdy. Hey, Charlie, good to hear you on the the, the show. We get to uh, talk with you a little bit. You're always so busy at the track. 
hard to pin me down when I'm at the racetrack, isn't it? Very much so, but uh, that's your job, isn't it? Uh, I, I have to at least look busy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have we, to at least well, look busy. Again, we, you know? we, we appreciated everything this weekend uh, at Gateway and a uh, nice facility for Arca to be at, and I hope they get to go back there again. I really do too, and I have to tell you, and I know everyone at ARCA feels the feels the same way. Um, Bob Sargent is a tremendous partner of the ARCA Racing Series, presented by Menards. He's someone that oh, yeah. uh, is he's in the background. You know, the fans aren't going to see Bob. You know, Bob is is down in the infield working hard. Uh, he promotes uh, you know several of these events throughout the course of the year. He was the promoter of the race at Gateway, and uh, I, I know that it could not have been a lot of fun for Bob watching. Uh, watching the rain come down all day long. And, and that is the promoter's worst nightmare is, is having a, an event uh, impacted by rain. And we was just absolutely heartbroken for Bob because we know how hard he worked on that. And we knew that it was going to be a fun night. We knew it was going to be a great show. And we knew that that rain was going to impact attendance. Uh, I think what you saw the next night with the truck race there, 16,000, 17,000 people on hand for that truck race. You know, we, I don't know that we would have had that many if, if the weather had, had been clear on, on Friday night, we certainly would have had a much better crowd than we did. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, I hope Bob, can, I hope Bob didn't, didn't take too big of a bath on that one, but, uh, you know, he is a tremendous partner and we just hated to see that weather impact. Uh, the, well, the attendance between there because, Gateway and Nashville, he, uh, he took a little bit of a hit. Didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Nashville was certainly a, a cold weather day for sure. Wasn't it? You know, I don't know if cold weather is, is the appropriate term. I think it was frigid is more for the, the right word for natural, Charlie. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I, thankfully, I wasn't there that night. <laughs> before, well, I, before I came on board. But I, I followed along on social media and on the Arca website. And I, I know how cold it was. It, it was not good. You know, we... Uh, we, we everybody at the next race was going. Were you at Nashville? Were you? At, nobody could tell who was there because we all had our hoods up and our faces covered. Yeah, it's one of those situations where uh, you know everyone's going to talk that about that one freak. for a long, long time. That that was just kind yeah. of a freak of nature, literally. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's all right. It happens but, from time uh, to time. But you know what? I, I think uh, with. Bob Sargent and, and Adam Mackey and their promotions with Track Enterprises is uh they throw on some really good race shows and uh people have to well, get out and check those out. You know, without Bob we wouldn't be going to places like Springfield and DeCoin and uh you know, Indianapolis or Lucas Oil Raceway. Uh we wouldn't be going to these really cool places like that. You know, Bob's the guy that helps make this happen. So, you know, I, I'm I'm a I'm a believer, I'm a supporter. You know, I've gone to some of those races as uh, as a spectator, you know, I, I've, I've bought my ticket to get in, and uh, and I hope everybody else does too. These these really are some of the races that uh, separate us from some of the other touring series out there and make us different and make and truly make us the, the best, you know, to me, uh, the best stock car series in the country. You know, that the, the variety of that schedule really is, uh, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's so it's fun so to go diverse. to a place like, to go to a place like Talladega and then come to a place like Elko, you know, uh, you know, that's <laughs> 2.66 miles versus three eighths of a mile. You know, that's, that's pretty fun. It, it is. And that's what makes Arca so, so special. And I think what else makes Arca so special, Charlie is, and I'm sure you know, it is the, uh, uh, you get in, you get into the Arca family and it's hard to get out. 
Uh, well, that's for sure. You know, there's there are people who have been around a long, long time. Um, you know, whether you're talking about car owners or drivers or officials, uh, you know, that's that's really a, a really cool thing. Is you know, Ron Drager has been a, a part of this since, ever since I can remember. You know, 1982 when I was around. You know, he paid me five dollars <laughs> to, to go into sure. those ARCA programs, and uh, you know. Ron likes to ha- he he he's just a believer in in keeping you know the people involved now involved if they would like to be. You go to those to these races and you see people that you know. I know that he has worked with a guy like Steve Bungie, who is one of our tech inspectors. You know, Steve Bungie raced late models at Flat Rock Speedway when I was a kid back in 1980. You know, wow. and, and here he is 37 years later, still working with Ron Drager. You know, that's that's. Not only does that say a lot about Steve as a guy, but it says a lot about Ron as a guy that someone would want to work with him 37 years later. You know, that's 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 really cool, and that's you see a lot of people like that. Uh, you go and talk to every one of those people wearing uh, a red shirt on the weekends, or or a blue shirt, or or one of us white shirts. Um, you know, we've all got one of those stories that have been like, you know, I've been around for 20 years. You know, I've been around Arca my whole life, or I've been around since. You know, you know, 1985. You know, every one of these people has one of these stories, and that's why it's so cool to be a part of it. You know, it's it's a very very tight knit group. It is. I got to to chat with Mark Gunderman a little bit this weekend, and I don't always get a chance to do that. Uh, but being in the media center, we had the time, and uh, of course, I mistook him for one of the other officials, and he had to rub it in on me. But I remember Mark when he was with the old ASA National Tour, and. As do I. Yep. First time I met Mark, we came down to have a, a sponsor meeting down in Pendleton, Indiana. Yep, I remember. <laughs> uh, what what a great racing series it was, and and you can see his his fingerprints all over the uh, Arca right now with the the composite bodies, the engine program. These are things that were being done years ago, and and you know it, Charlie, because you just said you were hanging around the old ASA National Tour days. Uh, it makes for good racing. Well, I think what you're seeing with uh, the composite body program and the Ilmore, uh, Arca Ilmore 396 program is that, you know, cost containment is a huge issue in motorsports right now. You know, if, if we let this go unchecked, uh, it, it, the, the cost of it would be insane. You know, we, we already, our race teams already spend too much, you know, and, and yeah. I'm not just saying that, in ARCA, I'm saying that in, in all of racing, you know, whether you're talking oh, yeah, about I agree. The, the, the Cup Series, whether you're talking about trucks, whether you're talking about ARCA, whether you're talking about hobby stocks at your local racetrack, everyone's already spending way more than they need to be spending. So to have the, the visionary people in ARCA that we have that say, hey, we need to find a way to get engine costs down, we need to find a way to get tire costs down, we need to find a way to get you know, the, the body work costs down, um, you know, all of the things that are in our control. If we can, if we can keep those costs in line, we're doing our jobs. And, you know, we can't control how much it costs to get up and down the highway. We can't cost, uh, control how much teams are going to spend on a transporter or their hotel rooms or, or any of these other things. But we can't control how much the, the race cars cost and how much they're spending on, those, uh, on, on running those race cars. Uh, so to do that and, and to really find a way to 
truly control costs is, is really huge. You know, and I understand that, you know, to stay competitive, you know, you do have to make that initial investment. You do have to go out and buy an Elmore engine, and they're not, you know, they're, they're not free. They're not just giving them away. You know, you are oh, going to no, have to go out and make that investment. But, but once you do make that investment, the operational cost is much, much lower. You know, so to do it that way, um, you know, it does have a long-term benefit. And, and I, I'm glad that we have some race teams that have seen that. They have invested in it. They have, they have uh, you know, they understand how this program works and they've bought into it. And, and to see a team like MDM Motorsports come in uh, and, and, and participate at the level they're participating in, I don't know that we would have seen that if they wouldn't have had composite bodies and no more engines available. Oh, I agree. We uh, we had Ron Drager on last year on the show, Charlie, and uh, probably one of the best shows we've ever had. And he was very. It'll be the uh, second best now, right? It'll be the second best yeah. now, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, you know, you are the guys, but uh, uh, that that was his sentiments. You know, very much so. And and uh, costs in racing are always going to be astronomical, but to, to keep them in some kind of check. You have to do it, and ARCA's doing a nice job of that. It's, uh, racing's not always affordable, and uh, uh, but you make that investment, like you said, with the engine and the body, and that kind of sets you up for a while. You don't have to have that uh, that expensive you know, we had, the body or, or replacing the engine. That's right. We had Max Tolman get into the wall at Gateway on uh, what early on Thursday. He made a lap and went out and smacked the fence, and came down to pit road and, you know, the crew spent a lot of time repairing underneath the, uh, the skin of that race car. And when they were done, all they, they popped the fender back on it and, and they were done. You know, if that was a steel bodied race car, that would have been a backup car. You know, there would have been yeah. no, Hey, let's take the fender off and, and repair the crush panels and, and bend this out and, you know, fix this and put this back. There, that wouldn't have happened. They would have pulled the backup car out and, and really, since he ended up crashing again in the race, you know, they would have trashed two cars <laughs> in the span of two days rather than just yeah. damaging yeah. the one. You know, but, but you think about how easy it was. Like. No one wants to think about that. But you think about no. how easy it was to just pop that fender off, get in there and, and do the work you need to get done, pop the fender back on and get going. You know, that's, that's incredible for these teams to be able to do that. Uh, rather than just have to pull out an, an entire another race car. Well, I think you know, even during the racing itself, Charlie, uh, the composite bodies have that little bit of give to them, unlike the steel-bodied cars. So, uh, you know, the cut tires uh, are going to happen, but they're not going to be maybe as frequent. And uh, uh, you know, well, it's, I mean, you're still going to have you're still going to have crashes where you're going to have to pull out the backup. You know, everyone understands that, right? You know, when you just get up there and you and you scuff up the wall a little bit and you and you bend up the tin underneath the, the skin, you know, you shouldn't have to pull a backup car for that. And and that's what this does is it allows you to get in there, pull the body panel off, get it repaired, put the body panel back on, and and just get get on with life. And that's what it should be about. Yeah, and I think that's especially helpful helpful for the smaller teams who uh, uh, depend on hard work to get to the track every week, and they don't always have that uh, the money behind them. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the real shame of it is that some of the smaller teams haven't been able to, to upgrade 
and, yeah. and make that jump into a into a composite body car or a, an Ilmore, you know, Arca Ilmore 396 engine. You know, I think if, uh, if someone could do that, if a Brad Smith were able to get a composite body car with an Ilmore engine, you know, we would have another competitive race car out there, you know, but Brad is, you know, obviously on a very small budget, he's, he's scraping along and, and trying to, to do what he can do just to get up and down the highway week to week, uh, you know, and, and, we, and we, we certainly appreciate those efforts. And, and, and you know, we're, as a fan of the underdog, you know, I'm, I'm pulling for a guy like Brad every week. But, you know, I would love to see what, what he could do with a, with a, a composite body, you know, a newer composite body car in, in our Elmore 396. Well, you know, Brad being just one example, I think there's a few other examples out there too, Charlie, that the, the same thing. Uh, uh, what would they do if they had the uh, the little better equipment? So, uh, yeah. unfortunately, there are always uh, casualties when you make changes, and uh, that's going to happen when the seal bodies get phased out. Well, you know, there's it's going to happen and we hope that it doesn't happen anytime soon, but you know, anytime there is a change of any type, you know, it doesn't really matter what it was. It, it could be going to, you know, go into the Arca Ilmore 396. There's, you know, we lost a certain number of car owners there, you know, going to the composite body cars only, we're going to lose a certain number of car owners there. But, you know, the other thing is, is that when you do bring those costs into line, you know, the, the value increases for, for other owners to come in. And that's really what we're trying to do here is, you know, we're trying to minimize the, the people that we're, we're losing through attrition, but we're also trying to make it an attractive place for other people to come in at the same time. Well, it's the old saying, uh, one door closes, another one opens. And that's what's going to happen. Uh, there will be replacement teams, I'm sure. And uh, through the history of racing, it's always been that way. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, ARC has probably got, about the best uh, thing going on for uh, for racing right now. I like to think so. You know, I think, you know, we've got the, we're trying to get the costs in line. We've got a great schedule. We give you a, a chance to race on some NASCAR super speedways. We give you a chance to go to race on some weekly short tracks. We give you a chance to go sling some dirt a couple times a year. Uh, 19 of the 20 races are live on television. Uh, the other race is going to be on a tape delayed basis this year and, you know, that's a lot of TV coverage for, for uh, you know, the, the ARCA Racing Series presented by Menards that we haven't had in years past. You know, we've had, you know, half of our schedule's been live before, but we've never been live, you know, 80 or 95% of the time. You know, we've, we've been live maybe 60% of the time. So that's a huge jump for us this year, and that's great. And it gives those sponsors a tremendous amount of value that, you know, some of the other developmental series out there just can't deliver right now. Um, you know, it is, it's a lot, and it's a lot of fun to come to the racetrack, too. You guys know this. You know, these races oh, yeah. are a lot of fun it to is. be a part of. You it know, is. You've got, and, you've got a lot I of people who are, yeah, these people aren't at the racetrack to, uh, to cut their neighbor's throat. You know, they're at the racetrack to come and race. You know, like I say, they're here for the right reasons, you know? Uh, and I think the package that ARCA presents for, uh, for the television and, and even the live audience it's a two-hour package. It's, it stays within that time frame of everybody's, uh, you know, watching the whole event, not just wandering off and away. Uh, it's great yeah. for families because you can come to the track. You're there a couple, three hours to see a good race. You have some fun. And you go home, and, you know, you've only gone for four hours. Yeah, that's right. 
you know, I, I'm I'm a believer in in you know getting in and getting out re- relatively quick. You know, we're living in a 140 character world these days. Oh yeah. You know, with with the attention spans have dropped dramatically. I know I have a hard time staying focused on, on anything that is longer than a couple of hours. Um, you know, well, my daughter well, will tell you I have a hard time watching a two-hour movie these days. <laughs> you know, but you know, if you come to the racetrack and you know you're going to get in and out. Re- yeah, you get in and out relatively quickly. You don't have to invest your entire day. I mean, unless you want to. I mean, don't get me wrong. We love having uh, campers come out and join us for an entire weekend or something like that. But, you know, hey, if you want to pop into Elko Speedway coming up, uh, the green flag falls at 8 o'clock and, and you show up at 745, you know, you know you're going to be out of there at 1015. You know, it's, it's, you're going to yeah. be out relatively early. You're still going to have, you know, uh, a chance to get home and see a really good race. And you're going to have a chance to get home and get some sleep and and move on with the rest of your weekend. No, it's that, that, you know, their, their package and time package and, and and the whole works just is, uh, everything's kind of fitting into place for our crew right now. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a great time of year too. I mean, we've, we're in the heart of our schedule. We've got a bunch of fun races coming up. Um, you know, as we get towards the the fall, we've got the two dirt tracks coming up. We've got, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to that run up to Elko here in a couple of weeks. Uh, that's a tremendous event. You know, one of my personal favorites, a, a race that uh, I came to to the first time, you know, for the first time in a couple of years last year. And uh, I'm going to just say it. In many ways, it changed my life. Uh, was heading out to uh, to Iowa last year. Um, uh, just a fin- fantastic racetrack. A lot of great race fans out there. Uh, it, that's a tremendous nice facility. You know, really it's a great facility. And just a nice facility. You know, and then you look ahead. We've got uh, you know Lucasol Raceway coming up. Uh, that's always a fun one. I, I'm always looking forward oh, yeah. to going back to Salem Speedway. Salem is one of the uh, most legendary and incredible short tracks in the entire country. Uh, to be able to go there, that's going to be fantastic. And, and of course, we close the season down at Kansas Speedway. Uh, again, one of the nicest facilities in the country. Uh, you know, it's the final 10 races of the year. Really looking forward to them. And we can't forget about Berlin Speedway either, Charlie. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's right. Coming up by, what, July 21st, I believe? I, yeah, I believe you're oh, right. Without having the schedule right there in front of me, but coming up July 21st, uh, the Primera Plastics 200 coming up at Berlin, one of my favorite racetracks. I was just there uh, a couple of weeks ago for the Money in the Bank 150 for the ARCA CRA Super oh, Series. Yeah, Good race. It was just a, yeah, it was a great race. Um, one of the Actually, one of the best races I think I've ever seen. And, uh, yeah, I, I, the ARCA always puts on a great show there. Always does. And I'm... I'm looking forward to the return. I know we took the year off last year, um, hoping that that was just a kind of an aberration of the schedule, and, and we're back there for, for many years hiccup. to come. A little hiccup, that's all. I, I know that the, the K&N Pro Series uh, was looking for a new home here in the Midwest, and, uh, and, and Berlin took a gamble on that one. I, I don't know how it, how it worked out, but I'm, I'm glad that uh, the Arca Racing Series presented by Menards is back on the schedule. Well, there's a reason it is, and that's just because it's a good race, Barry, and uh, uh, looking forward to it, and looking forward to seeing you Thursday out in Chicagoland at my hometown track. Oh, it's 
didn't know that was your hometown track, but I look forward to being there. My very first visit to uh, Chicagoland Speedway. I'm looking forward to getting out there. And uh, as I as I tweeted earlier this morning, uh, looking forward to uh, to seeing some new friends and uh, and you know seeing some old friends and making some new ones. You know, it's going to be going to be a great day. All right. Sounds like we're having a little technical problem here. Okay, Mark. I'm sorry. How you doing? How you doing, Ryan? I'm I'm doing good. I hated to put you on a spot like that real quick. But... No, no okay. problem. You never never worry about that, my friend. Okay. I get you. Get, you had quick enough notice, didn't you? Uh, no, I didn't. Charlie was already off, but that's okay. Well, I'll explain it all to him Thursday, Rowdy. Okay. Well, I, I mean, you've got to close out with him? Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, right. we, we, we got cut off. We got cut off a little bit, but I'll explain it all to him, like I said, Thursday. Okay. I'll take you No problem. Too, so. All okay. right, hey, let's, uh, before we rock the night out here. I'm t- Rates too high. Drivers not approved. Sound familiar? With over 30 years' experience, GSI Tow Truck Insurance can design a policy within your means. All we write is tow truck insurance. See to Shining Sea, Wisconsin to Georgia, Los Angeles to South Dakota. We have you covered. So what are you waiting for? Call or text us for a non-obligation quote at 262-501-7244. GSI. Big or small, we write them all. And, you know... Uh, Mark, uh, thanks again to Skip and GSI for being part of the Rowdy Maggot show. Man. Uh, you know, what we went through and, and reported on, hey, just follow us. We're going to be at Chicago Land. We, you know, we're, we're just fortunate enough to be able to go and hang out with people like Charlie and uh, make it all possible to come back and report to y'all and bring the drivers and, and the ARCA officials on. And uh, you know, crew guys, crew chiefs. It's pretty cool to be able you just to hang never out. Know. I, I you know. never know who's going to be on the Rowdy Maglite show, Rowdy. <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, you know, thanks again to Shelton Creed for coming on and being part of his second victory in ARCA and being on the Rowdy Maglite show. 
Uh, Michael Self, uh, you know what? You know what Michael's got going for him in Chicago land, Mark. Yeah, he's got a really good hot rod at Chicago land, Rowdy, and he could win the race. He's he's got one better than that. He was on the Rowdy Magli show on Monday night, and he's racing on Thursday night. Rowdy, that that it's happened more than once, and you got a good history with that, and. Uh, Michael's probably feeling good good about his chances on uh, Thursday night now because of it. Yes, uh, I I just kept that thought. I just let that out of the hat here at the very end. Mark, <laughs> uh, how you want to close this show out tonight? Yeah, wow, we put almost an hour in tonight, Rowdy. Uh, we put, yeah, we got we Chicago and Speedway <laughs> with, with the Arca Mid Market Tour. Presented by uh, Menards on uh, Thursday evening at uh, in Joliet, Illinois, and then the Arca Midwest Tour at uh, Rockford Speedway Saturday night, and uh, possibly the uh, the holiday special at Slinger Speedway in Slinger, Wisconsin, on Sunday night. So we have a busy weekend coming up, a lot of racing. Get out to your local track, folks, and enjoy. Next week, we'll see you. And thanks again, everybody, for being part of it. And hey, if you're the track, look us up. We, what? We're not. I know we're not the only two fat, gray-headed people, but we're not that hard to find. <laughs> Way better. I didn't know you there. All right, Mark. Keep that light shining, my friend. Good shining, bright, Robbie. Speedway is Birmingham's premier corporate events venue. When your team races together at speeds up to 50 miles per hour in their electric pro carts, they'll leave with a recharged new bond. They guarantee it. For more information on how to book your company event, visit AutobahnSpeed.com.